Welcome to the second season of the Creative Spin Podcast. It's been a while, I know, but things kind of, I don't know if you've noticed, there's been some stuff going around and uh, that said stuff made me kind of stop this whole podcasting face-to-face with people, which which kind of sucked. I was, I was in a good, I was in a good rhythm. I was, you know, recording every week with interesting people and having really cool conversations but then life the world things happened which we will not talk about because we are all fed up with it and that's when i decided not to record more the possibility of recording via zoom or whatever software obviously it was there but it's not what i like to do when I interview someone or rather when I have a conversation with them, I like being face to face with the person, being able to, to look into their eyes and, and feel those emotions, right? Because as the person is answering a question, you might sense there's something there just by the way that they, you know, they've moved their head or they've just kind of looked to the side. And that's the kind of stuff you don't pick up on a Zoom call. I'm sorry, you just don't. Most of the times people aren't even looking at the camera. They're looking at the screen, the computer. So they're looking down. That being said, we're back. And this is the first episode of season two. And this episode was actually recorded during the summertime. We were outside, outdoors. So I decided, you know what, let's start this. And then a new wave. Yeah, a new wave came back. And, and I put everything on pause yet again. But I wanted this one to be the first episode because what's really interesting is the conversation I had with Jason Carvalho, which is my first guest, that I have actually already recorded just last week, a follow-up podcast to that first podcast or this first podcast. Things are confusing right now. Uh, to this first podcast because so much has happened since then and it's been it's been just over six months jason has done some amazing stuff since that time since that this first interview that i felt like we needed to do a follow-up because at the same time in that episode which will be up in about three four weeks you'll notice us referencing a lot this episode because a lot of the stuff we talk about on that that future episode has a lot to do with this how he overcame depression, how he is still doing very well uh, when it comes to his business. Mind you, in this episode, you'll see how his business started just two days before the pandemic hit Toronto, which is a whole story on its own. And, And it also, if you compare the two, you'll also see how much he's evolved in terms of branching out into other very interesting, very up to the moment kind of field. And uh, I think you guys will love that. So I hope you like this, uh, this conversation that I had with Jason. And don't forget, we're going to be here from here on every week on Thursdays. That's right. We're back to the same schedule. And obviously, like before, don't forget, we're also in every single podcast platform you might know or have heard of. We're there as the Creative Spin Podcast, so if you want to just listen to us uh, while you're walking the dog or whatever it is that you're going to be doing, feel free to do that. But for now, let's get into this first episode of Season 2. Hope you guys love it. 
Welcome to to the Creative Spin Podcast. How are you, Jamie? Welcome yeah. to my crib. There you <laughs> go. We decided to move to your crib because that's uh, you know this way we're we're enjoying this nice sun. Yeah. That we we don't always have here no, in Canada. You we know, don't. so we need to enjoy every single moment that we do have it. Yes, but uh, you know, it's been a while. We've been talking about doing this. We've and, uh, been talking about doing this for a long while, <laughs> and I've known you for a longer while. Exactly. So we we, we, we started off uh, knowing each other as as clients, right? Yeah. Uh, you were my client. <laughs> I was doing some some work, some design stuff for you, and then we became friends. And it's been a while now. Yeah, it's been. Uh, we're we're looking back to two thousand and eight. I know. So it's uh, 13 so now, years. Now it's been like we even go on bike rides together. Yeah. That's crazy. We, and I miss it. I actually <laughs> loved how um, how you guys introduced me to that uh, bike path that we went yeah, to. Yeah, there was uh, some nice trails around here in oh, Toronto. Oh, it was I amazing. Think, uh, like our city has really amazing uh, trails and paths. And, and listen, I still say it's the best way to know any city. I mean, it could be Toronto. It could be, I think, any of the cities. I mean... Obviously, people are now more aware of you need to be in shape, you need to be yes. healthy. So cities are also moving into doing more of that, you know, creating those, those environments for people. And, I, and I'm loving it. I love the fact that we, we were able to do that. A hundred percent. We have to be healthier. We have to be active. We have to know our cities, where we live, because there are certain like you took me to a place where I'm like, I feel kind of embarrassed. Like, <laughs> as a Toronto-born, <laughs> raised up until 10 years of age, where am I? Like, exactly. I've never been introduced to this, so thank you for <laughs> introducing and to we'll, this. You'll find out more spots, trust me. We yeah, know all these little like corners. Next week, and I'm in for it again, and so on. Let's go and figure out other paths of this wonderful city that we live in and country. And, um, you know, like, Again, uh, it's important for us to be active. No, absolutely. Well, listen, you active started touching lifestyle. there. Uh, you know, you were born in Toronto and all of that. So, yeah. you know what? For those of uh, of the people, of the audience, of <laughs> whoever's listening that doesn't, they don't know who Jason is, yeah. tell tell us a little bit about you. Just all right. a little bit. So, uh, Jason, so, my name is Jason Da Silva Gomes Carvalho. Um, Ooh, nice I was born long Portuguese name, yeah, of course. Very, very typical Portuguese <laughs> name. Not my first name. Um, actually, uh, before going through who Jason is, uh, just a little touch on uh, my name in Portugal while growing up. Oh, you, I listen, never had as a, a Jamie living in Portugal. Trust me, we probably have the same. <laughs> oh path. my gosh! Yeah, I can tell you <laughs> that uh, from sixth grade to twelfth grade, and even in university, I don't, I don't recall any teacher like calling my name properly. Like I've been called Jesse, I've been called oh, Jameson, me, yeah. Johnson. Oh, I know. <laughs> We're in the same boat on that one. <laughs> but it, w it, w it would be fun, actually. It was always a, uh, it was always uh, a little giggle when 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 the teachers would call my name because. You know, like um, to pronounce it, I understand that Jason is isn't like it's not as easy to pronounce it. But it was fun because um, it was never pronounced properly. Properly, yeah, yeah. I had the same <laughs> but, same but issue with fun. mine. I mean, being Jamie, uh, obviously in Portugal, everybody thought it would be Jaime, Jaime which is an yeah. equivalent, but it's not actually the translation, no. which is kind of. And weird. for Jason, there is no translation at no. all. It's it's so Jason. It's like it's it's the the only deal yet that you get. There's no translation. That's it. So you were born here, yeah. and you were yeah, shipped was, over to Portugal. Yeah, I was born here, Toronto, actually down the street, Davenport and Westmoreland, uh, 440 Westmoreland, actually, to be more precise. Jeez, you're precise. With um, that. Elementary school, I went to St. Mary of the Angels School up until fifth grade. I grew up 
um, you know, going to the parents' bakery, um, grew up in the bakery industry, and then as an altar boy, uh, also I would help at the church, the, the St. Mary of the Angels Church. I would, I would be always available for whatever masses were there, the Portuguese, the Italian, and even the funerals. <laughs> like, yeah, I grew up in, in, in that Catholic world. And then uh, here, here comes 1994. My parents decided to to leave to Portugal for good. Yeah. I had no no choice. I had no no saying on it. Yeah, at that age, I mean, <coughs> same kind of. We have kind of the same story as well. I was six when I went back. Yeah. And uh, we don't have a choice at that no, point. No, we it's have like, no okay, choice. Let's go. Right. I I didn't know how to speak very well Portuguese because um, I was going to Portuguese school. And um, so the difficulties, the adaptation, once I got there, yep. it wasn't as hard. I, like, I went directly to sis- sixth grade. They saw that um, I had the equivalencies and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to, we settled in Braga in a city. Uh, it's, it's the third biggest city in Portugal. Yeah, up north in Portugal. Yeah, up yeah. north, yeah. It's a very trendy now. People all, all, everybody wants to kind of live in Braga. It's a cool city, very I'm going to have to say, you know what, Portugal, all yeah, around. People all are around. just loving Portugal. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of getting jealous to seeing all these people going to live there, and I'm still stuck here. But yeah. <laughs> we might make a change, and the Creative Spin podcast might be uh, being recorded in Portugal. Well, in you know, I support that, and you never know. Uh, I'll It'll show be up a good too. spin to it, right? <laughs> it's a good spin, actually. Yeah, I like it. I like the idea. And um, yeah, growing up in Portugal, I went to this, uh, let's say, colegio, uh, a private school. Yeah, yeah. From 6th to 12th grade. Um, made some really good friends, and then uh, in 10th grade, I decided to uh, follow science. Mm-hmm. And um, I always loved sports. I always wanted to go into sports, um, but I also had my uh, parents pushing me f- to go to medicine and all that stuff. So um, obviously, I didn't go to medicine. <laughs> um, I, I ended up going to this course uh, to university called Saúde Ambiental, which is ambiental health for a first year. Okay. And then I transferred to physiotherapy, and then I did two or three years in f- physiotherapy, but I never liked it. Like, hmm. I, Interesting. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't there. Like, um, I, I, I liked it, but then I didn't find that it w- my, I, my heart, my, I was following what my heart liked. And, and my heart. That's w- an interesting point you're, yeah. you're touching on because a lot of our audience is in that, that younger demographic that is, you know, in university and deciding what they want to do with their lives and, uh, and possibly even in, into uh, business and all of that. And it's funny that you're saying that a lot of times at that age, it's so difficult. You think you want to do one thing, but then you, when you're in there, you realize, hmm. That's not really what what it is, yeah. what I thought it would be, right? Exactly. So what, where did you change into or, or what did you go looking for? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, I did my physical tests at the uh, University of Physical Education in Porto. I passed all those tests, me and my buddy Daniel at the time. He is now, the, uh, he's, he's part of uh, Village Boas, which is a coach. He's a like a head coach's uh, assistant coach. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, we were best buddies, and we were supposed to go together, and we did the, the physical test together. And then he entered the, the university, and then I decided to um, to go to another another path, which was the ambiental health. Um, all because I felt that I had to, like, you know, um, satisfy my 
parents, let's say. And and that yeah. is for me number one rule I want to recommend to don't everybody. Don't do that. Follow your own dream. Don't right? do that. <laughs> follow your heart. Follow your own dream. Um, never don't don't uh, follow paths to please anybody else but yourself. So that's my first it recommendation. But that, you know what? You're absolutely right. I recommend that as well. Yeah. But it's sometimes hard, especially at that age, right? Because and it depends really on your culture and how you know your parents were brought up as well. Yeah. It's difficult. It's not easy to just go to your parents and we have the bo both an experience with the Portuguese parents. You know, it's hard to go up to them and say, "No, listen, I don't want to do this. I want to do something creative." Um, I, I don't. I think up until today, my parents don't really know what I do <laughs> because it's just not part of who they are or how they grew up, yeah. and it's difficult to get to the to up to them and and say, "I want to change my life. I don't want to be X, Y, or Z that you know, but I want to be this." It's it's difficult. So yeah. how how did you kind of overcome all that? Well, they have that traditional mindset, that traditional uh, thinking, right? And um, I, I I I find that I followed, I I went I got into that kind of thinking and then supported of uh, supportive of that actually. And uh, um, we're go we're here in 2008. I was a uh, physiotherapy. I was like. A third grade of uh, third year of uh, physiotherapy or something like that i like i wasn't interested at all in the course um, at the end of the day i would need physiotherapy myself because <laughs> i have an scoliosis on my lower back so every time i would go to a hospital or a clinic for co-op um, and and do the treatments and all this stuff on on patients I, at the end of the day i would I would feel some pain on my lower yeah, back. I'm yeah. like, nah, I'm, I don't think this is right for me. Anyway, so uh, 2008, uh, my dad was uh, up in Fort McMurray at the time. He would just go to, to twice a year to Portugal and visit. So then in his last visit, I told, um, I asked him, so how's Fort McMurray going uh, on and all that stuff? You, you think I can join you on that venture? And he asked me, what about university? And what about the course? I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. like it. It's not my thing. It doesn't make me happy. Well, after two weeks, <laughs> this was a decision where two weeks after I, I jumped on a plane. Wow. Um, I did a quick uh, dinner with friends, and I'm not I'm not a fan of buys and all that stuff. I, I'm like, okay, guys, see you later. Later, later. Bye-bye. And two weeks after, I was on a plane and arrived in Toronto uh, August 1st, 2008. And then that's when I was surprised when my dad said, oh, we're not going to Fort McMurray. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. I want to go to Fort McMurray. I want, I want to see what's going on there. The, the, you know, the petrol dollars are making bucks there. I want to, I'm yeah. willing to, to do that. He's like, well, you know, like, since you came with me and all that stuff, we're going to buy a building and we're going to open a bakery. I'm like, all right. Okay. okay fine. Whatever. So. That was it. After that was when we met, actually. And right? that was when we met. Exactly. Uh, shortly after, this uh, landed in Toronto August 1st. And then September 15th, we were opening the, the, bakery. the bakery. You did the design and all that stuff. And That's it was a wild journey <laughs> since then. And now we're going to hit that... <laughs> Fast forward. Fast forward. And, and, <laughs> and to last year. Yep. Because that's when your true journey, I believe, started, right? Yeah. So in uh, terms of business, right? In terms Not of in business. Life yeah. is a whole different that that would be a whole different uh, podcast. Where we want to talk about the business yeah. and, and what made you um, take that leap of faith and uh, and start 
the business on your own? So basically, um, I, uh, this business is existing. This is my business now, the previous owner, which was my father. I knew that there were things that could be done to improve the business. Uh, lots of improvements could have been made. And I knew that the only way for that to happen would uh, be me purchasing the business and yeah. introducing the my own ideas. And, and that's uh, how Jason's Bakery was born. It, uh, well, not Jason's Bakery. So oh. I opened an incorporation named New Jack's Bakery, Inc. at the time. But then uh, I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't, it, uh, my heart wasn't still there. And then after a few months, I'm like, I'm, we're going to incorporate this. We're going to put my name yeah. and uh, we're going to clean up uh, from whatever from the previous owner. And then we're going to, we want to tell the crowd that this is new um, management. It's a new business. And this is what Jason's Bakery is. And this is what Jason's Bakery will look like. Yeah. And uh, the so essentially you did a, a, a overhaul, a full, full, full facelift to the whole thing because you wanted this to be a new business. Yeah. So uh, rule number two, <laughs> um, follow your heart, build what you feel your heart is guiding you to. Um, you can listen to opinions of people that surround you, yeah. but always listen to your opinion first, what you have in your mind to as a goal and a business-wise, follow it. If you believe in it, follow it, and it will happen. Nothing is impossible, and you, you can get there. No, I 100% agree with you in that. I, I <coughs> kind of feel the same way. We should always listen to people. You yep. just never know. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, after 44 years of kind of like gone through a lot, and, uh, and one of the, f the things I do realize is you'll probably get a good piece of advice from the person you would never think you would get that piece of advice. So that's why I listen to everybody, but then filter it, right? Filter it. Filter it and go with your dreams. You're absolutely right. Go with right. your dreams. Follow your dreams. You know, like even in your industry, you created what you've created until now because you follow your dreams. You follow yeah. your heart you fo and, and it, it's, it makes you fulfilled. So basically, I, um, I bought the business March 15, 2020. The deal was closed at the lawyer's office two days after. COVID hits Toronto. <laughs> so it's literally two days after. Two days after. COVID hits Toronto, wow. chairs on top of the tables. And here I am scratching my head. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so you had all these plans laid out. All these plans laid put out. Put them to the side. Let's, uh, let's put them on the shelf. Uh, first thing I did was um, <clears throat> with my staff, I had to tell them, listen, we're going to you guys are going to stay home a little bit. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to introduce you guys a few hours each every day so that it can be fair for everybody. Because at that time, I mean, it was crazy. We, nobody, I don't think anybody knew how to deal with this whole yeah. new situation. I mean, it was new for everybody. It was new for everybody. And we were scared. And we were scared. We, not that we, we shouldn't be scared now, but I think now we know how to deal with the, the issue. Yeah, we adapt. We've adapted and yeah. we've, we kind of, we kind of know. Mm hmm what we're dealing with um but back then it was it was scary nobody knew very very uh it was a ghost town so toronto should became, i stay at home should i you know go around with a mask should i not wear a mask it's crazy be toronto became a ghost town so from a business perspective perspective oh, how was that 
It was very difficult. So basically, I had to reduce uh, my production team, started only doing the half hours. Yeah. And my service at the front, basically, I would open at four in the morning. I would work, serve the customers by myself all along till 5 p.m., all by myself. Then I would get someone from 5 to 10 p.m. to do the closing at 10. So no longer 24 hours, no longer closing at midnight. Like, we're going to close this and at 10 p.m. And how much of an impact, client-wise, did you feel at that time? Big. Huge. It was right. huge. It was a huge impact. And I'll tell you right now, I did this for two months straight, every single day, 4 a.m. to 5 p.m., 4 a.m. to 5 p.m., boom, 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 boom. And then I slowly started seeing the demand that the clients were uh, accepting the fact that we're going through this. So Toronto is no longer a ghost town, but people are starting to come back to the city. Slowly. Slowly. Um, I slowly introduced back the hours of the production team. I slowly introduced back the employees uh, full-time. And uh, after three months, everybody was like full-time again. Um, Having the liquor license allowed me to also sell liquor um, for uh, for, uh, home purposes, for home purposes, for takeaway. Takeaways, yeah. Um, Then... (laughs) I, I did renos <laughs> through COVID. So, so basically... So hold on. So you go through <laughs> all of this and you say, you know what, let me invest money yeah. on the company. Yeah, okay. let me invest money with my own money. So I'm going I'm to tell you right now, I got no monies from any loans. So I purchased the business with the monies that I had. No loans, no personal loans. Um, and I reinvested the money into the Business, business with renovations and we're talking about like uh, roughly ninety thousand dollars in rentals yeah, through, yeah, yeah. through months uh, i introduced uh, a washroom at the main floor for you know for a gender neutral washroom and w- like wheelchair accessibility cleaned up the store painted nice and white keep it nice and simple stainless steel uh, stainless steel and so you upgraded mo- it to what you wanted upgraded it to be. Upgraded what I wanted it to be. But most importantly, rule number three in this <laughs> business, fresh product every day. I reduced to what previous owner had. Um, I went through the system. I saw what was what sold, what didn't sell. And this is when you have to be able to see and manage because this is a penny and dime business, bakery business, yeah. right? So we... Um, we have to be very meticulous. And then pastries, you know, they don't have long la- uh, shelving life. So yeah. it, it's, you got to keep um, doing fresh product. Well, in a way, day. it was good that you had all of those numbers <laughs> that you could look at throughout, yeah. you know, the years that uh, the previous business had. And yeah. you knew, okay, this type of uh, pastry might not work well Correct. during the week, but it might work well on the weekends, mm-hmm. right? So, so this is another recommendation for whoever wants to get into the business. Um, if you can uh, purchase a business that is ongoing, it's easier to keep the ball rolling than, uh, than starting a business from fresh with an empty store. That right away is a debt. Um, right off the bat, you're getting into debt. Um, you're purch- if you purchase a business that is for sale but is ongoing, you're getting yourself into debt, but you know that there's already a certain reach of clients that you can work with and yeah. then introduce your ideas slowly. And that's 
what I did. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's what I did. I had tremendous challenges uh, through. Yeah, talk a little bit about the challenges. I mean, it couldn't have been easy going through. I mean, you start a business. Two days later, you get slapped with a pandemic on top of you. Something that nobody's ever gone through. Well, unless we want to look back 100 years. But let's just say <laughs> most people that are living right now have not gone through that. All of these expenses, all of these new things, like how did this play psychologically for you? It was, um, I tried to ignore it and just keep focused and go mm -hmm. straight. And, you know, there's a problem going on in the world. I've got a business to run, fresh business. Um, I'm trying to ignore what's going on, but at the same time being cautious. And um, and it, w it, it, was, it was very challenging. Like, um, for example, it helped me a lot reducing the number of pastries, um, right? As we are speaking, what we sell, we sell almost everything every day. And and it's made fresh the next day. Yeah. Bread, the same thing. Like I reduced all the variety of breads and we just focus on what we sell. Yeah. That's another recommendation is um, you focus on what you sell and, and, and be good at it. Be good on that product. Sometimes quantity isn't really the, the right way to go. It's no. part of the quality. Quality. Yeah. Quality uh, over quantity always. Yeah. And so the community start seeing that um, there's a new a new guy in town. Yeah. Um, they started s being supportive of it and customers that are new customers. So basically we started getting new, more of the younger crowd into the, the store, support, supporting the store as well. And but um, for you to be working all those hours that you were saying, going through all these struggles, how does that impact one? Like, how did you feel throughout the whole process? Overwhelmed. I felt over overwhelmed. Um, I was doing all those hours and I was working out. I was working out in the morning. Your, your dog wants to intervene in the, uh, <laughs> in the interview. It's all yeah. good. It's all fine. Um, <laughs> I would still work out every day. Um, and um, like... I would get to like 9 p.m., mm -hmm. rest, get up for... Rinse and repeat, right? And repeat. I just day, wanted to, to really... Four in the morning again. Hear your words on this because I think a lot of people that are, you know, they want to start their business, I don't think they realize how much work, passion, yeah. dedication okay. you have to put into yeah. to your You got to believe business. in yourself. You got to believe in your product and you got to put the hours in it, especially in the beginning especially yes. when covid is hitting <laughs> um so it like if you don't believe in your product if you don't know what you're doing uh, you're gonna have a rough time you you have to believe in it you have to put in the hours you have to be humble uh, there's a lot many ingredients uh, into how to keep the ball rolling how to become successful the younger crowd, uh, we want everything fast. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't happen. So that's rule maybe number five. 
nothing happens we're, we're going to stop keeping count because <laughs> i think it's going to it's going to be way too many so nothing nothing happens fast uh, everything's a process everything happens for a reason um you just got to go along with it be patient and um if if you ask me if i if i thought about giving up yes i thought about giving up more than three times maybe four times or five times i thought about giving up but giving up is is the easier solution yeah um and uh, so i recommend you don't give up wake up early you know wake up fresh look in the mirror you can do it do a little exercise you know um keep your body and mind healthy that's what i say body and mind healthy practice a uh, healthy lifestyle as much as you can in my industry it's hard I, i'm i'm surrounded by pastries and all that stuff <laughs> but i am still able to have pastries and able to have a healthy somewhat healthy lifestyle even though i'm going through a rough challenge of my life right now as well um i can tell you right now as we are speaking i'm uh, i'm going through psychology yeah. once a week i am fighting depression i uh, take antidepressants so i am running a business fighting depression and it's that is very difficult um but again intru- i'm introducing i'm getting back i got back on my peloton a few days ago because i i yeah. couldn't even go on top of my peloton like i would go 10 minutes and then i was i was done like uh, this this challenge of depression um it exists i thought that it, it, like when people would talk to me about depression i'm like what do you mean depression you yeah. know you just go into kickboxing and you know <laughs> that's what i would do yeah. but it, it it's doesn't not work like that, that way no you know there are tools out there and and that's another recommendation uh, um use the tools seek help i mean seek help I don't be afraid of talking about it like yeah. i have no problems i'm saying what i'm going through um and i'm using the tools that are out there to make me a better person exactly. to make me a better entrepreneur and um so w- if you're th- looking and and if you're going through what i'm going through use the tools out there try to avoid negativity um if you're in a family business a so-called family business and um you're looking into running the business or you're in a transition uh, from the parents to to yourself right because that happens a lot um, a lot of yeah. uh, children inherit the business from their pr- well, it was a lot my of that case, happening yeah but um you know like just make sure that if what you're inheriting um you're going to inherit it but you're going to be able to put your own ideas into it yeah. because if you follow um always th- of course our parents have great um advice I and think all it's, that it's stuff. part of an evolution right when yeah. uh, if you're it's going from evolution. a yeah from a family business they they set it up when they set that up it made sense the world has changed yeah and we need to adapt that's yeah. my that's the bottom line right yeah. so in any business if you're starting a business fresh well you're going to be starting it for today but if you're bringing in new ideas into a business like you're saying it you do need to say okay this is what was being done but what can we do now to adapt to to the new realities of, of life and the world look i mean look at what's happened to us right yeah at the end of the day follow your your heart follow your intuition and what you want your business to look like and um 
because I'm able to implement what I want my business to look like and what I want it to look like in five, ten years from now, it also it's helping me fight this depression. I'm 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 happy. I, I can see I can see that my business, you know, like I look at it, I go down to the baker, I'm like, wow, like You have oh. a goal set. You have something and you're starting to see that growing and, 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 and becoming true. So now that you're, you're, you're talking a little bit about your image and all of that, what were the, the key points in terms of changing your image or not changing, but creating the image for the bakery? What were the little things like, I know we worked on a logo, we worked on all of these things. So talk a little bit about that and, and your thoughts about where you wanted to take your brand. I, I chose Jason's Bakery first because, you know, um, at the end of the day, we, uh, we're in Toronto, which is the most multicultural city in the world. At the end of the day, Jason's Bakery is, in, is inserted in the Portuguese community, let's say. Mm-hmm. So um, with uh, something like COVID hitting, you got to look back and, and use that foundation, which is the Portuguese community, to start with. And um, because... Because that, that was the community that was supporting the business that was here before in this location. So it only makes total sense that you want to continue that. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and also because, you know, over the years, I've, I've, I've been on the Portuguese uh, channel for a sports, um, for the sports show for many years. And I, di- I haven't been doing it to be pretty or to like, I do it because I like it. But it's a passion mainly of yours, be- I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> it's a passion. Like as a sporting fan, Sporting Club Portugal fan. But also, uh, mainly because of, of my image. I always, always thought, like, one day if I open my own business, people will, recognize will know you. who Jason is. Yeah. Or a politician or a politics world. If one day I decide to run as whatever, yeah. people, uh, there's a foundation. There's, there's a crowd that already knows me, or I hope knows me, <laughs> Jason Carvalho, right? And that goes a long way in business, right? I yeah. mean, uh, if you think about it, if you start a business and nobody knows who the hell you are, you're starting from zero. Below zero. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's it, not only you're going to have to go through all of the issues and the headaches and all of the stuff that comes with opening a business, now you got to worry about people knowing you, knowing Correct. who you are, because as much as you might not think so, I honestly believe that the person in front of the business is the business as well. I know in a lot of businesses, if they're big, corporate, that's not so much the case. But in in the smaller businesses, smaller yep. to medium businesses, you're the face of the business. Yep. I see it in my own. Like yep. people, you know, I have Creative 7, but they call Jamie. They don't call Creative 7. Gotcha. And I'm thinking you're going through the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you're betting on. Yeah. And, um, you know, over all these years... Um, I envisioned, and again, this goes back to never give up on what you believe in, on your goals, on your on 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 your dreams. So I always dreamed of having my own business. I always dreamed of taking a certain product, which we know which it is, yeah. to another level. And um, even when I was working for someone else, I always had in my mind, I'm going to have my own business. Yeah. It's gonna happen one day or, or or another. It's going it's going to happen. I even lived in Portugal for a whole year, but I w- my mind was always like thinking of coming back and go- following that dream of mine, you know, because I I believe that there's still lots of stuff to do in in this product in this industry, 
and 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 educational educates um, people because us Portuguese we we already know a little bit of the history of our products but um, my goal and dream is is to educate all the other cultures about uh, our culture yes about yeah. our culture um, you know like last week I was down in Florida <laughs> and um, I'm a little bit envious <laughs> not gonna lie And um, I was down there with uh, Robin and a friend of mine and another friend. And I, I told uh, this, uh, my, my friend Antonio, I'm like, you want to see what the problem here is? You want to see wh where, where, what my goal is? So I basically got them together and I asked his friend and I asked her, um, have you ever heard of cannoli? And she's like, yeah, I know cannoli. Good. Habonata. And she's like, sorry, what? What is that? This yeah. and, that. and I told them, That's the, this is the problem that I want to fix. Yeah. You know, I don't want, it's like, it, it seems uh, like very challenging, very big. And it is. And it is, but nothing is impossible. And yeah. I want, I would like to be part of that educational, I yeah, would like. I think that's I a would, movement, right? I think that needs to be a movement that, that has to be, you know, um, dealt with by people like yourself and other people that are in the business and say, okay, guys, we need to get together and, s and let's push this, right? Yeah. Come together as opposed to, I think before, generations before, they were very, it was, it was like they kept it to themselves. They didn't want to work together a lot. I think nowadays you see a little bit of a difference there. Yeah. Do you agree with me? That I uh, totally agree. Um, and I also think that um, it's kind of, uh, I feel kind of insulted when, when we treat the product, in this case specifically the pastel nata, the natas. Yeah. Some people call it the Portuguese custard tart. Others call it queijada de nata. Some call it queijadas. Um, you know. There's, it's very blurry. It's Nobody very blurry. I'm like, no, no, no. It's pastel nata or natas. That's it. Like, Which essentially, natas is, is the short form of yeah. pastel natas. And right? we allowed, uh, our, our uh, people allowed it, to, so allowed this to happen. It, I'm not criticizing, but I'm, I'm just like trying I, to explain that we have a saying too. Like, yeah. you know, like we have really good product too. We have really known people. Like, look at Cristiano Ronaldo, like If best player of all time. If he ate more natas, they would work. <laughs> I think we got to get a, a hold on to Cristiano and say, you know, yeah. don't, don't drink Cokes, but you can eat a pastel nut every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But um, what, what I'm, where I'm trying to get, and you know this, is like, you know, there's even emojis of a sushi roll. Like, sushi is such a trend. It's a sushi roll. It, you yeah. know, there's emoji of... Uh, You know, of... Uh, well, the cannolis that you were just talking about, too, yeah. right? But where's the emoji of Pastel Nata? Well, it's part of your logo, right? There yeah. you go. So, you know, like um, a little hint of uh, <laughs> what my uh, goal is and where I'm... Um, what my goal is, is to build a community, build a... Uh, make sure that this community is educated enough to know what, what we have, what the product is... You know, and make it mainstream. <laughs> dream big? Yeah. Why not? You know, we're allowed to dream take big. It's take a while. Uh, that, it, of I course. Know, but I also know that if there's any time that we could do this quicker is now. 
with yeah. with the help of social media, of all of these online resources that we have. I mean, if we can't do that in this generation, I don't know when we can. And that's what I'm working on. Um, obviously, I need coaching, I, and I'm, I am being coached right now as we are speaking as well to create a more entrepreneurial image. There's mm. lots to do still. Yep. You know, I just want you to imagine a virtual community online. Okay. Imagine this business in a virtual community where um, people not only can be able to walk through the virtual store and learn about what the pastries, the history of the natas, the history of the the discoveries of Portugal, uh, um, you know, have a section of digital art, have a section of where people can exchange NFTs, non-fundable tokens. So it's almost like you're talking about a virtual tour in, in every person's store, basically, right? That's that's kind of like what you're envisioning for the future? Yeah, I'm uh. envisioning a virtual community and um, where where people are will be able to interact with each other the younger crowd attract the younger crowd the young uh, all these like my kids my kids my son is almost 10 and he's already got his youtube channel and you know like they're yeah, all I mean, there's no denying that that's this is the future it's right the now. future and and we have to acknowledge that we have to acknowledge that the future is all about AI, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, virtual reality, and me as an entrepreneur, as a, I, I would like to be, it's not the word pioneer, but I would like to be ahead of the game in, yeah. in my industry, and uh, I will not give up until I can do that. Obviously, there's gonna, this is, we're at the beginning of this uh, virtual world, um, obviously, it's not going to be a nice, clean path. I know there's going to be ups and downs, like up, ups, but yeah. I'm willing to go through all that. I'm willing to go see, through all you, the challenges. Do you see? Um, do you see the need of also having a balance within that, like a balance between the virtual and the real? Yeah, balance is the most is the most important is the key word of our life. It, for yeah. me, it's the most important word: balance. So um, imagine you're visualizing this industry virtually <coughs> where you create a community and then you will put that virtual world physically well, a into lot of people, a store physically. A that experience that people are, are doing mm -hmm. uh, uh, virtually is going to be exactly what it... Uh, on physical like in a physical store well, i was going to say a lot of people m nowadays <laughs> they meet up online and they create groups online and they become friends online yeah it would be great to go with what you're saying have that real place to go to afterwards which is exactly it's basically a, a comparable to the virtual world but it's just the real world it's and give that option i think yep. it's all about the options yep. i think when we start talking about AI and all of these advancements in technology and all that, I think people always have this tendency of going, oh my God, it's going to be Zoom meetings forever or it's going to be... No, I think there can be an option. And I think that that is the way to go. And I think you're 100% you're in the right track. Yeah, right. Also, also that allows to open doors, Jamie, that 
it, you. Well, yeah, you can open doors on anywhere in the world now. Anywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, also, this community will have gaming and all that stuff because you know it, it attracts. It's huge. It's huge. I don't think people. Ha- I don't think the most people globally, in general, yeah. have an idea of how big the gaming world is. So online. if you're, uh, so if you're looking into opening your own business, what I would recommend is you have to believe that the future is AI. You got to believe that it's virtual reality. You got to believe in cryptocurrency. And integrate everything. And integrate everything because that it will be that is part of the near future. Like everything is very going very quick. It's, it's true. <laughs> Jason, anything else you want to add on to this conversation while we're having a nice suntan here? And yeah, I don't know. Like, um, this has been great experience. Great to have you over. Um, very relaxing. I'm enjoying all this. Well, I'm, I'm glad you were the first guest of our <laughs> official, unofficial second season. We took a big, a bit of a break also because of COVID. Yeah, and now we're starting up again. So you, you're you're the first uh, first guest. I've Thank had. you, appreciate it. And I hope to come again and to oh, do no, another this show. This is a great start. I mean, coffee in my hand. Sun. Once uh, this uh, new, uh, I think I'm gonna be renting this space for <laughs> all of the. <laughs> well, it's available for rent. It's <laughs> things so. Once uh, once uh, this new adventure of mine is launched or pre-launch, we'll talk again. Oh, there's new adventures. There. There's there's going to be a part two to this podcast. There's going to be another oh, podcast. Oh, there's going to be lots yeah, going on for sure. There's going to be lots going on, and we're gonna um, we're gonna be. Uh, and I would like you to be part of the the project in which you are already, and uh, we're gonna work together professionally for sure. Yeah, for sure, 100. percent Um, I know I had mentioned at the time the bakery truck idea with you. Um, yeah, we're gonna track all of that <laughs> for sure, 100. percent but um, you that's know, that's gonna be an awesome idea. We well, don't, we're not gonna, we don't want to throw. Gonna, yeah, we're not gonna say much. We're not gonna say much. But I think it's gonna no, be. No, I awesome have no idea. problems, and and you know, like yeah. But we need to keep a little bit of the suspense. Yeah, keep the suspense. suspense. It's true, suspense. but um, for I I really want to be you know motivation for all the young people that are out there out there. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, uh, in the Portuguese community, uh, children that their parents have businesses, I recommend that um, when you guys get into it and when you're running the show on your own, that you feel fulfilled, that you're following your heart, that you're able to implement um, your ideas so you can live happier, so you can live, you know, um, what I feel is when you don't implement what you want to do, when you're following what others want you to do, you can have a hundred bakeries. You can have, you're not gonna- You're not gonna be happy. It's not, you're not not gonna be fulfilled. So- That's going through life, that's not living. Yeah, so live it, hustle, and um, you know, uh, consistency, patience. Patience. Consistency. Patient balance. There you go. Those are the three good words. Yeah. Jason, uh, I'm, I'm starting to get hungry. I can get... <laughs> I, there's a smell of pa- fresh baked well, pastries in the air right and now. And next door is Domino's. <laughs> and uh, we need to... I think we need to go downstairs and uh, go look at s- some of these amazing products. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you guys... Take care. Stay in tune. That's it. We're going to be here next week.